Hello, I'm Father Joe Roche of the Marian Fathers of the Immaculate Conception. Thank you for joining us as we continue our journey of reading the Imitation of Christ from beginning to end. Today we take up from where we left off, beginning with Book 1, Chapter 3. The third chapter, The Doctrine of Truth. Happy is he to whom truth manifests itself, not in signs and words that fade, but as it actually is. Our opinions, our senses, often deceive us, and we discern very little. What good is much discussion of involved and obscure matters when our ignorance of them will not be held against us on Judgment Day? Neglect of things which are profitable and necessary and undue concern with those things which are irrelevant and harmful are great folly. We have eyes and do not see. What, therefore, have we to do with questions of philosophy? He to whom the eternal word speaks is free from theorizing. For from this word are all things, and of him all things speak. The beginning, who also speaks to us. Without this word, no man understands or judges aright. He to whom it becomes everything, who traces all things to it, and who sees all things in it, may ease his heart and remain at peace with God. O God, you who are the truth, make me one with you in love everlasting. I am often wearied by the many things I hear and read, but in you is all that I long for. Let the learned be still. Let all creatures be silent before you. You alone speak to me. The more recollected a man is, and the more simple of heart he becomes, the easier he understands sublime things, for he receives the light of knowledge from above. The pure, simple, and steadfast spirit is not distracted by many labors, for he does them all for the honor of God. And since he enjoys interior peace, he seeks no selfish end in anything, What indeed gives more trouble and affliction than uncontrolled desires of the heart? A good and devout man arranges in his mind the things he has to do, not according to the whims of evil inclinations, but according to the dictates of right reason. Who is forced to struggle more than he who tries to master himself? This ought to be our purpose, then, to conquer self, to become stronger each day, to advance in virtue. Every perfection in life has some imperfection mixed with it, and no learning of ours ours, is without some darkness. Humble knowledge of self is a surer path to God than the ardent pursuit of learning. Not that learning is to be considered evil or knowledge, which is good in itself, and so ordained by God. But a clean conscience and virtuous life ought always to be preferred. Many often err and accomplish little or nothing because they try to become learned rather than to live well. If men used as much care in uprooting vices and implanting virtues as they do in discussing problems, there would would not be so much evil and scandal in the world or such laxity in religious organizations. On the day of judgment, surely, 
we shall not be asked what we have read, but what we have done. Not how well we have spoken, but how well we have lived. Tell me, where now are all the masters and teachers whom you knew so well in life and who were famous for their learning? Others have already taken their places, and I know not whether they ever think of their predecessors. During life they seem to be something, now they are seldom remembered. How quickly the glory of the world passes away. If only their lives had kept pace with their learning, then their study and reading would have been worthwhile. How many there are who perish because of vain worldly knowledge and too little care for serving God. They become vain in their own conceits because they choose to be great rather than humble. He is truly great who has great charity. He is truly great who is little in his own eyes and makes nothing of the highest honor. He is truly wise who looks upon all earthly things as folly that he may gain Christ. He who does God's will and renounces his own is truly very learned. Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life. One of the tools of the evil one is confusion. During his passion, Jesus says to Pontius Pilate that he came into the world to testify to the truth. He says that everyone who belongs to the truth listens to his voice. Pilate then says contemptuously, what is truth? We believe in a revealed truth that comes from God, a law written in our hearts. All people, no matter their religion, can agree that killing an innocent person is wrong. But the deception of the evil one in the original sin was, you don't need God. You can be like God. You can decide what is right and what is wrong. Everything is relative. You decide everything. When people take an oath in court to tell the truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth, truth has to mean something. Otherwise, our system of justice collapses if people can say anything they want and call it my truth. Jesus says, say yes when you mean yes, and no when you mean no. Anything else is from the evil one who is the father of lies. The saints teach us that we must come to know ourselves, our limits, our strengths, our weaknesses, and we must come to know God, who is all holy. The more we come to know God, the more we can grow in humility when we perceive the great gap between us. Saint Faustina writes in her diary that she doesn't become discouraged by the gap. The love of Jesus fills the gap. If we love Jesus with our whole heart, our whole mind, our whole soul, and all of our strength, and if we love our neighbor as ourself, that is all that the Lord asks of us. Hello, I'm Father Joe Roche, the Superior General of the Marian Fathers of the Immaculate Conception. And I'm excited to let you know about my new daily podcast entitled Venerable Casimir 
and Our Lady, which will be launching on October 21st, 2023. Venerable Kazmir Vyshinsky was a Marian father who lived in the 1700s. We are praying for a miracle so that he can be beatified. He helped to revive our congregation when we were at a low point because of the actions of his brother. He rewrote a Latin handbook by a Jesuit on the ten gospel virtues of Our Lady. He called it Morning Star, so that lay people would be able to understand it, to imitate Mary's virtues, and to grow in holiness. To access the podcast, simply visit divinemercyplus.org or search Venerable Casimir and Our Lady on Apple Podcast, Spotify, or on whatever podcast platform you prefer. I'm also happy to share with you that you can order a copy of Morning Star on shopmercy.org. That's shopmercy.org. Simply search the phrase Morning Star on shopmercy.org, and you can order a copy of the book today. Remember, every purchase supports the Marian priests and brothers at the National Shrine of the Divine Mercy. Thank you, and God bless you. I invite you to listen to more shows brought to you by the Marian Fathers of the Immaculate Conception. Join us daily for enriching spiritual content, which will help you on your journey with Jesus Christ. Simply visit divinemercyplus.org for a complete list of our shows. That's divinemercyplus.org. Are you a Marian helper? Join our Spiritual Benefit Society and start sharing in the graces of all the daily masses, prayers, and good works of Marian priests and brothers all over the world. Sign up is free and easy. Simply visit micprayers.org. That's micprayers.org. Thank you, and God bless you. Please follow or subscribe to this podcast to receive the latest episodes and updates. If you have been blessed by this podcast, I invite you to leave a review. Reviews greatly improve our podcast ranking and will help spread this podcast to other people throughout the world. Thank you.